tonight. We discuss the rest of Derek X's HOH week. Will Christian be shown the back door or will Sarah Beth decipher her last clue? We also discuss the new HOH, nominations, and the high roller room twist. Which of the house guests will hold them, fold them, walk away, or run? But first, please welcome your hosts, Fatty. Tonight, we find out why the hell Adam Burns isn't here. Is he torturing Mark? Mittens in those horrible chairs in the media suite. Or is he trying to put together the cabinet that won't hold everything? But first, it's just us. Hi, everybody. Adam's not here tonight because uh, uh, his he's got a birthday or something. Because sometimes God works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Oh, prayers have been answered. And uh, so, uh, anyway, we we miss you, Adam. Miss. Uh, But um, uh, anyway, so it's uh, Archer and it's Sam and it's Faye. Chris from Tennessee, from New Jersey, from Tennessee. Couldn't be bothered to join us. Moose P is on assignment uh, and... uh, he uh, how he did, however, uh, send a comment about uh, Julie's uh, outfit for Thursday night. Oh, he did. So we'll reserve that uh, for when we get to that. But uh, anybody want to say anything before we get started? I just want to okay, say, great. But <laughs> <laughs> no time for personal personal stories or whatever it is. Okay, go ahead. I just want to say I agree with my president that we need to get out of Afghanistan, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> I would like but to first. say it's raining okay. in British Columbia, which is uh, something we've really, really needed for a very long time. So it's we're raining quite in happy DC too. And and uh, that put out the fire that almost burned your house down. Yeah, it's very smoky around here. Now it's just now it sound it sounds. It smells instead of all smoky, now it smells like a wet campfire. So <laughs> just gets better all the time oh wow sam you got anything burning uh yes one two three candles oh okay <laughs> do you do the scented ones or are you j- just doing it for ambient light well ambient light and the flame actually because it consumes the air causes air movement and cleans the air Oh. Three lit flame, three lit flames will keep up with your average smoker. I do oh. not have any smokers. I just remember that from childhood. Okay, I you know I, I always like smoke. to. I I always stay away from flame because I'm always so gassy. I'm afraid that it's gonna, you know, cause something that would send Faye from his previous <laughs> uh, fire marshal uh, days. Over to me. Thank you for that horrible impression of Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> right. Would you like to do yours of it? I don't do Fire Marshal Bill. I do the Faye Driver, Inspector Driver. As opposed to Inspector and Mr. Gadget. Faye. Right. All right. Let's anyway, get started. Yeah, what? Let's see. Last time we we finished up the eviction of what was her name? Um, Whitney. Uh, Whitney. Whitney. Whitney, the single mom with the um, cosmetics line. 
Yes. Uh, by the way, there is one of the uh, promos for Big Brother has Chunky Whitney running across the backyard in it. And she was... She was she really chunky. Moved, she really moved <laughs> she, that weight. She well, I mean, she. I mean, we commented about how how much weight she had lost and and all. So, but well, if yeah. you see a commercial, you, you you'll check it out. She got on a blue dress. What's the com- so. What's the commercial of her showing? Oh, blue dress. So she wasn't exercising at the time. No, okay. no. All this right. is one of those ah! kind of things. But mm. anyway. All right, who wants to get us started, Faye or uh, Sam? Okay, great. (laughs) I'll go ahead. Uh, So we had indeed left off with the nominations being set. Now, first nomination was Sarah Beth. Second nomination was Brittany. This is Derek X doing this because he was HOH. And what he said is that the number one currency is trust. And I believe that this is the best move for my personal game as I try to keep my trust. And we learned at the end of last episode that Derek's plan is evilly and secretly to backdoor Christian. He's okay with Sarah Beth going home, but he actually does want to backdoor Christian because he thinks now's the best time to get the chance. And frankly, yes, it's a very smart move, I think. And so when we walk in, we get the recap and we know that Alyssa and Xavier are both safe because of the whole wall thing. We're, we're at the end of the, the wall falling down. And um, Chris, we, we are reminded that Christian tried to sweeten the deal and make, make all of the former uh, kings safe, but we didn't get that happening. I think you mean Xavier. Yes. Xavier, Xavier. yes. Sorry, Xavier. I, yeah, I, I abbreviate them both with X's and a, a squiggly. Um, <laughs> So then Sabbath uh, goes to, oh, oh, Sabbath and Brittany backdoor Christian with backup of Sabbath and Sabbath sits in silence. He spills the whole plan and Sabbath says she's not surprised. He's taking the shot at Christian. He's just, she's just surprised he's taking it this soon, which apparently seems to be the general response as this news gets around the house. But Derek X tells the former king specifically, to be clear, Brittany is the target. He doesn't want them in on this backdoor plan. Yeah, but doesn't he also go to um, Alyssa and tell her that his true uh, target is is Christian? Yes, we're not getting... Yeah, he does that Am I jumping the gun a little bit? Okay. Because yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that we, I we think we have some nice foreshadow. Yes, this is some lovely foreshadowing. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that I think that was the biggest mistake he made. I think that was pretty silly too. I'm not sure, but he played. I, I mean, this was a really good, bold move, but still, it it, it had its moments there. Um, can, so anyway, he tells. Hmm? I would like to say one thing, please. One of the scenes we see of, I believe it was right after the the HOH nominations, Derek returns the key box to the the, the store room. room. Yeah. Uh-huh. And did anybody else see that gigantic label maker that somebody has? They got this label across the desk. It's like the the letters are two inches big, 
and a huge label that says batteries go in the box. Anybody see that? I, I, I miss that. Yeah, I did too. It is the biggest goddamn effing label maker you've ever seen in your life. Like, I don't know how they got such a big label maker. Anyway, I was, that was, that's all. Carry on. <laughs> and we'll see how that plays out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that must be why, because, you know, they're all wearing those microphones that clearly use batteries. So every time their battery dies, they probably have to put it in that box you know, for recycling. And they're probably rechargeables and they swap them out. And there's another, another drawer that's facing the other way that says new batteries only or charged batteries only or something like that, you know? Yeah. And, and then one more thing, uh, just the cold, the silent treatment that Sarah Beth gave Derek that when, remember when she came, yes. in, came in and there was this big long, <laughs> like uh, dead air for a long time and he finally couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I And I was actually wondering right. how long she was going to let that go because she sounded when she was talking about it later that she wasn't going to say a word that she was going to let Derek start. <laughs> yeah, that, very interesting. Oh, yes, that and was... I was surprised it worked. It did, I know. I would have just sat there and said, uh, what do you want? Why are you here? Oh, yeah. Anyway, carry on, Sam. All right, so we had that moment, and that's when he ends up telling her everything. Um, So he he was telling the former kings that Brittany is supposed to be the target, and then um, one of them, oh, Xavier was, Xavier very much says, okay, they all, this is when all of the former kings go to him en masse. The group goes in together, yo, what's the deal? Why, Why are these the noms? And Xavier says, to be clear, Brittany is the target, and Derek X says yes. And okay, if one of them takes themselves off the block with the veto, what then? Which I thought was really smart. Xavier is playing a very smart game. Mm-hmm. And um, Derek X says, "Oh, another Joker, of course." So I was going to say because what, did, did, did Xavier actually think that Derek X was going to tell him the truth? Who he was going to put up when? Someone took themselves off with the veto. I, I don't think that he actually thought that. I well, I don't know because see, I thought what rang false was right after that when Xavier was saying, "Well, you know, we we came here because what you did didn't make sense, but now it makes sense, so we're all cool." Because they believed him when he said that Brittany was the real target when clearly she's not. She was not or the they're pretending to believe it. You know, I know that you know that I know that you know that deal. Okay. Yeah. Or something. I can see that. And then we have a Christian saying, I do trust him, but I'm still cautious. And then we have the girls are all together. Sarah Beth, Claire, and Alyssa. And Alyssa says, if I win the veto, um, Sarah Beth goes off the block. And Sarah Beth tells the diary room the secret that I have to let Alicia make this mistake and take me off the block, knowing Ugh. that her sweetie Christian is gonna go home. Yeah. Now is, is this is this the episode where Sarah Breath Sarah, Sarah Breath, Breath. Sarah, Sarah Beth kept mentioning 
uh, her birthday was coming up, and the the producers would every time she mentioned her birthday, they would go, "Happy birthday!" Yes, <laughs> I, think I mean that, was that went that that went on for several episodes, but I just thought it was like, "Okay, we got it. We, it's your damn birthday. We got it." So coming from someone who just had a birthday, <laughs> thank you. Mm. <laughs> Happy what, birthday! What a and birthday right. it was. Yes. Indeed. It was. All right. Anyway, sorry, okay. Sam. <laughs> no, that's quite fine. Come on. We're supposed to be enjoying this as we go. What's, <laughs> what's the point of running through it without the color commentary, you know? Exactly. Right. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Then we're ready to pick players for the... Uh, it's time to pick players for the video nomination. And it's the same as it always is. The head of household, the two nominees, and three people drawn by random choice. And Derek X picks Alyssa, who wants to take Sarah Beth off the block and says so. And this is this is the big drama. Oh, it is just so, oh, oh, America, we, we are all on the edge of our seats. And Sarah Beth picks Claire, which is a good, solid choice. I mean, come on. I, I like Claire. I like Claire, too. I think she's doing a good job. Me, too. And Brittany picks Kai right after we have this big thing of, well, you know, I want anybody but Kai because everybody knows he and Sarah Beth are tight. They're another showman's, or at least they're a pair. And and he'll take her off the block, not me. So now, Brittany's bummed about that, but she acts nice about it. So A little comment about that. Remember when, I think it was this episode before that, when, um, oh, what's the... Uh, older black lady's name Tiffany Tiffany when Tiffany said to her uh, cookout crew we need to attach ourselves to other members mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. that's why I think Kylan is attached to Sarah Beth because he picked her to to be his but that was the is he, he no oh Kylan is I see yeah yes. I get it yes the cookout is the tightest alliance in the game currently Yes. But I thought that the reason Tiffany said, Kai, you have Sarah Beth is because she already is because I thought that they had shown footage where Kai and Sarah Beth had made a friendship very early on, like day one to, you know, first week for sure. Yeah. And that yeah. they had been playing. And, and that reminds me of something else that I they made a foreshadowing and did a. um. I think this was on, I don't know whether this was on Wednesday or, th or Thursday or Sunday show. They said the most secret final two in the game or the most secret duo in the game yes. or something like that. And I'm sure it was a camera cinematography thing that I didn't catch. So when we get to that, remind me. And we are to the veto com com uh, competition. And it is the kingdom of curl a lot. And would you like to take over for a while, Fay? Sure. So this is basically the musical chairs version of Steal Your Prize. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of this particular veto comp where somebody wins something, the slowest or the dumbest person gets kicked off. They get a prize, air quotes, prize. And then the next person who loses gets to steal the prize away. So, uh, it, although the premise, like the actual competition, was very interesting, <laughs> um, a couple of things. The costuming for these competitions 
all this year has been really dull. Like, it's been lackluster, not very creative. Although I didn't mind this particular costume because the boys' costumes were <laughs> somewhat revealing. Tighter little so, shorts. <laughs> yes, tiny, tight little But the colors were like pastels from the 1990s. (laughs) Yeah. Where are we here? This is just, it's just weird. And all of the costumes this year have been this sort of throwback to 1990s. Anyway, we're on, so we're on the, actually the 1980 aerobicized set with this competition. There's various games. I don't, I don't remember what they all are, but yeah, they had to sit on a, sit on a thing and do squats and. Butt bounce. Butt bounce, right. Maybe Sam can tell what the, they were better. The short story is uh, they all try to get it. They, they do this certain exercise and try to be the person with the most number of repetitions in a time period. Um, so what was the first? Do you know what the first one was, Sam? This was the butt bounce and... Claire was the one that was out, which is fine because she didn't want to win anyway. And she got the Viceroy of Veto. And this is the one where we now know that, oh, goodness, it's the funny name contest, you know, where each of the each of the prizes, whether it's good or bad, has some sort of story associated with it. Right. And then then the second one is the same thing. But now you're doing two minutes instead of one minute. And the whole idea is to watch everybody shaking their booty, which apparently is very, very enjoyable for those actually on set. And it talk- doesn't suck too much for any of us either. You're talking about the, the very first one where they had to move their butt from one, basically one chair side to another to side, chair and back yes. and forth. Yeah, to get a repetition. Yes, yes. Okay. So uh, we don't have to, surely we don't have to go through each and every oh, particular competition. No. The short story is Claire got the, the actual veto when she lost, uh, then Sarah Beth was the second loser. She got $5,000 and, and didn't go for the veto. And that upset a lot of people. People were thinking, well, why didn't you take the, the veto? Cause she's on the block. And I mean, I, I think it's, she was correct in doing what she did because she's just going to get it taken away anyway. So why exactly. not take the $5,000? And that's exactly what I thought, too. I thought she would be stupid not to take the $5,000 because she knows oh, the yes. very next person is going to take that veto away from her. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Of course, though, someone will use it against her later on for, you know, oh, you you must not be that dedicated. You didn't take the veto. Yeah, yeah you didn't take yourself off the block when you had the opportunity. We had this exact same thing in a season that we podcast about previously. Right. Someone kept the money and used the same logic, but the house was really against them at that point. Yeah. It might have been KC. I think it was that season. Anyway. The next Please loser keep was keep going. The next loser was Kyland. He got the the Duke of the Deck punishment, which is a 52 card pickup and a costume. Again, another lame costume. Yeah, but now if you think about it, um, when he was doing that, whatever that the activity was, his shorts were riding up his right. thighs so far. I thought, yeah. ooh, we might see something. He, he might as well have been wearing a Speedo. Exactly. Uh, the next loser was Derek X, little Derek. He got the Jackass of Clubs, um, which is a, a the costume. And 
you had to make sandwiches for everybody at at a whim's no or sandwiches for certain people at a whim's notice. In any case, these these all these things moved around. So, uh, uh, yeah, because I thought um, Xavier ended up with that one. Yeah, well, let me tell you. I'll tell you the who lost when. And oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sam can tell us who ended up with the with with, with what prize. How about that? Okay. That sounds great. Um, so yeah, Derek X got the jackass of clubs. Then Elissa was the next person out. Uh, she got the count of communication, which was a call from home, but not for three weeks or something. And then Brittany won. Uh, the, uh, the, the, she got the Lord of the latrine, which is for 24 hours, you have to open the bathroom for anybody and make an announcement, which we know, well, uh, Sam, you can tell us how all the prizes ended up in the end. How about that? All right. So, um, Brittany is really excited to be the first female to win a veto competition in the season. And she got Lord of the Latrine, but of course she swapped it for the Golden Power of Veto. And she gave um, Lord of the Latrine to Derek because when Derek X got eliminated, he had the opera. He, he, we, we had a clip of the diary room where he said he didn't want the veto because he didn't want it to be obvious that it was his decision. You know, he wanted someone else to use it so that he was just forced to put up Christian. As opposed to, uh, you know, having it in his head all along. So he didn't want the veto and he could have taken the five grand away from Sarah Beth, but he decided not to do that, especially on her birthday. And he was like, oh, all right, fine. Give me the damn veto. Yeah, but see, I just want to say something. I think he was a fool not to take that $5,000 because she just kept crying. She's like, don't take it. Don't take it. Don't take it. And I was like, take it. Take it. See, that's where a lot of this emotion is backfiring, I think, because even I am starting to get tired of the waterworks. And, you know, it's like, guys, guys, it's a game. We know it's going to be a game. And yes, a lot of us stress cry, but we don't stress cry and make it the big. Yeah. Anyway, please. continue. I'm supposed to be continuing. All right. (laughs) Anyway, so so Derek X was holding on to the veto at the end. And so he was the one that got stuck with Lord of the Latrine, which is, which turned out to be a good costume, but a really rotten uh, punishment. (laughs) Because you have a key around your neck and you have a stupid Herald's trumpet and you have the costume of a page or, you know, some quasi medieval fancy outfit. And every time anybody has to use the bathroom, You have to unlock the bathroom for them, but then you also have to blow the horn and make an announcement that Lord or Lady such and such is using the porcelain throne. And for the beginning of it, the uh, voiceover announcer was making them announce whether it was number one or number two. (laughs) But at least they got rid of that early on. And this is the first time that we have that that at least in, in my time watching this or watching Survivor, either one that we have used bathroom or, you know, urination and defecation in any way related to anything. And I wondered what everyone's thoughts on that were. Um, Well, I'll just say that I agree with you that uh, the costume they gave Derek was the best of all of those costumes that they had to do this time. Because he looked, he actually looked 
royal or whatever. Um, and I do agree with you that I think I, that this is the only time that they've used uh, the bathroom as a, um, a pun- I, I'm calling it a punishment, but I don't know that it's necessarily As an issue is how I would call it. Okay. The bathroom is now an issue. It's a game device. Yes, where it used to be before, we never even talked about or heard about the bathroom unless like when um, last year when the guy kept opening the door on people and stuff like that. But generally, we don't hear about the bathroom. So. Yeah. Okay, so this is new for all of you as well. I think so. Okay. Because right. I got to um, say, I am not a fan. Well, I I would have considered I I would have considered noping out at that point. I just no, you don't need to do that. I mean, on the other hand, if I were young back when I was in my twenties, no. Anyway, Big D didn't like it either. He said, "I don't like when people are announcing when I'm taking a shit." You know. Right. I think you'd get used to it. After a time, it just becomes a well, noise yeah. in the house. But and, still. and if I recall, that bathroom is like meant as another actual dwelling room. You know, there's there's like a whole lounging area by in front of the sinks and then the stalls are off separate or anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, by and large, and, it's got to oh, be on. an unpleasant experience to use the bathroom in the Big Brother house because <laughs> you, it's not usually it's not locked. <laughs> And uh, and it's right there off of the, you know, that salon. Um, can we just talk while we're just before we move on? Can we talk about Alyssa's, you know, they really played up Alyssa. I really need this veto. And I don't I, it just seemed to me that it was very important for her to get the veto. And I'm not entirely sure why. Do we know why Alyssa needed to have this veto? Is it no, she but she said it last week too. Because she didn't want to keep. Uh, she want, she want to make sure that they stayed the same, so that Christian couldn't be put up. I uh, thought it was to take Sarah Beth off. Well, that's what she wanted us to think. Ah. Uh, because uh, you know, her and Christian are like this. They're like a thing. Well, yes, yes. So yeah. I think that's what she but, was but telling Christian people. Christian had that. no idea at this point. Christian had no idea that he would be going up. Nor did neither she. did she. But right. she didn't want it to be a possibility. So okay. the only way to make it not a possibility was to make sure the nomination stayed the same. Ah, excellent point. So now we should say we have lost Big Fatty. Um, yes, yeah, and- so I, I just got a text from Big Fatty. He's um, He doesn't know what happened. He's trying to restart. But if he can't come back on, he asked me to take over. So I, I'll do that. Okay. So I'm responding. Um, so continue. All right. Let's uh, so now let's move on to the next big after this all all of this sort of fallout from the uh, HOH comp. Derek goes and tells Alyssa that he's going to put up uh, Christian. And why on earth would you do this? Why why would you do this? Why why would you just keep it under your hat until the veto ceremony? Please, someone explain. See, this is what I said earlier. I'm like, that was the biggest mistake in the world because all of the shit that went down afterwards was because he told her that he's going to put up Christian. He should have never done that. And things would have just calmly happened. And, you know, he would have gotten what he wanted in terms of backdooring Christian. Well, I think that was a really stupid move. But... I think it was done for an incredibly common reason. 
And it is that he wanted to do a fairly evil thing, but still be viewed as basically good. Now, backdooring Christian is a big game move. It's awesome. I mean, even I, fuzzy, nice, nice, think, yeah, this is Big Brother. It's a game. You're supposed to do this. Go for it. Keep it under your hat. Yes. Yeah. Why would he ever do that? Yeah, so because know. he wants Alyssa to like him next week. That was the nominal reason he gave. And I think he is that I, I think he is that naive to think that I, that was But he has been making such good moves. He's done a really good job. um, Big Fatty's coming back on that. I don't think he needs to even have Alyssa on his side that, you know, he's, he's thinking about his moves. This was just the worst move that he came up with. Yeah. Who knows why people do things? Maybe, you know, evil spirits. Right. (laughs) But I would like to say one thing, like, although we couldn't tell from the editing that was occurring, I think that Derek telling Alyssa that he was putting up Christian, I think it all happened fairly close to the actual nomination ceremony. Oh, yes. uh, okay. Uh, you know, like 30 minutes maybe. Like, But I don't think there was a whole lot of time. Between but there was Lynn enough time for her to tell Christian, and Christian went like... Berserker. Yeah. Oh, crazy. yeah, totally. Welcome yeah, back, so, Big Fatty. Thank you. I don't know what happened. I don't either. Well, we're at the end of the episode, the August uh, 15th episode, the Wednesday show, I think. And we're going to carry right on into Thursday. Is that, is that right, Sam? That you got sounds, yes. We are up to um, the veto meeting, episode 15404, the veto meeting. Christian plans to talk to Derek X at the last minute. And he does. He grabs him, takes him into the storage room, which I think is like right before they go to sit down. Yeah, because they were something. calling them to come sit down. Yeah. 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 And he's like, yo, put Big D up. Put Big D up. Makes this big argument. And it's, oh, oh. And I wanted to point out that um, that whole scene was quite a bit edited. And the reason we know it was edited was because in the beginning of that scene, Derek X was taking off his fancy costume and showing us the bright yellow T-shirt underneath. But at the end of that same scene, which wasn't that much, he was putting it right back on. Yeah. So obviously that was, you know, cut for something. But we are cutting through that to get to Thursday's episode. Can we talk about Julie? Yes, I was about to say, does anybody want to take it away with the lead in on the fashion? I will tell you what our lead fashion correspondent, Moose P, said. He said, calf, turd, brown cords, and top aren't worth discussing. Better to forget that outfit. Well, that's interesting that he said calf, turd, because my impression was that she was getting dressed to go horseback riding in the moonlight. Because it just was a strange costume. Well, I think she was trying to match those colors too much. Like they were, she was really trying to make sure that they were the same shade of tan or whatever. Yeah. I actually thought it was kind of nice, very simple. Now, what we are discussing is a sleeveless uh, beige in a color I would call taupe because it had a bit of gray and it was a very grayish beige. Mouse skin might be another color for it. Um, 
sleeveless top with ruffles and then it had pleats in the front and she was wearing pants that matched and looked like they were possibly pleather um moose thought corduroy pinwheel corduroy is a good thought i'm not quite sure but they reflected the light in a way that made them look like not just plain old broadcloth and she had a wristwatch that i couldn't tell anything about chunky bracelet on the other hand yeah no i know what it was rings the bracelet was the bracelet was uh, made out of dentine gum i think it (laughs) It actually you know what that bracelet made me think of now, I don't know if any of you were of the right era or gender, but on the playground, there used to be these little bracelets that were elastic. And there were teeny weeny round ones that also came as necklaces that were candy, but there uh-huh. were just regular bracelets that were exactly like that. They had those rounded ends and a piece and a rubber band on top and a rubber band on bottom, basically. And it was just a rubber band thing and you put them on and off and they probably still sell them at Claire's or, um, yeah, I think it's Claire's now. Well, I, I thought she actually had a, a little bit excess jewelry. She had several rings on both hands. She had you know, the bracelets, the, the watch. And then, if I don't know if you noticed, but at the end, she was like, the thing that one of the things that her hand had like a, a dangly, a, a key fob, looked like a key fob to me. Hanging it was on. Was ready to go home. some kind, yeah. I wondered if that was the thing that she has to press to talk or whatever. Oh, that you're prob- that's probably but it did, what it, it was. wasn't connected to anything. It was like wireless. Yeah, that's yeah. She what she okay. holds to talk to them is wireless. All right, then maybe that's what it was. The other thing I noticed too was that she had her hair pulled back. There were two clips holding it back. I don't know if you noticed that. And the first thing I thought of was, I hope she doesn't reveal the um, plastic surgery scars around her ears. Oh, but she didn't. God. She had just enough hair covering those. <laughs> you know, she's okay. had surgery. Well, no, I don't. I didn't. I never think that of anyone. <laughs> Watch her over the years. Her face changes. I, well, I haven't. See, I haven't followed long enough to have noticed. But I'm sure you're right. I mean, people do, especially anybody in a body profession. But, you know. My husband, um, because he will watch like the first episode with me every year. And he'll look at when he first sees Julie, he's like, oh, my God, she's had more work done. (laughs) (laughs) But then he doesn't watch for the rest of the season. How did did your uh, uh, plastic surgery go? Yeah, not too bad. I I need more, though. It's just not nearly enough. Okay. Well, your cheeks look stretched, so you're doing doing well. Oh, good. Thank you. Well, it was Mr. Anderson's birthday, so anyway. <clears throat> oh, yes. Yeah. Something was stretched. You bet. Um, so let's move on. Christian and Alyssa are campaigning hard. They're just at everybody. And we kind of endure that at the beginning of this episode. Um, Tiffany is pissing off the Jokers. Um I liked this, the way they reacted to her. Well, she pissed off yeah. her, her uh, cookout people, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. because she, they're largely one and the same. Yeah. Yeah, so she's going around saying, I'm going to tell Christian that you, that you, Brittany, and Derek, I don't know if Aja was involved, Big Derek, that is, and, and Aja. I don't know if Aja was involved in this, but it was primarily Big D and Brittany. If you guys don't go to, uh, I don't remember who she was speaking to, but she was she was really 
making a lot of waves. And Big Derek told her, uh, she's Big Derek is all now mad too because he she's getting up in his business. Yeah, uh-huh. according according to him. So there's a little there's quite a few waves going on here. Well, and when Brittany went up to talk to um, who was he? Who was she talking? Derek to? Derek X. No, but she was talking to Tiffany. She was going to go in because uh, Tiffany requested her. Uh, yeah, come up and talk oh, to her. Right, and yes. then Big D and. Um, Asa went, whatever you say her name, went up there with her and they became like her bodyguards. And then Tiffany was like, I'll talk to you later. I'll just talk to you later. And I'm thinking, this is the beginning of the end of the cookout uh, alliance because then things started falling apart and they were all mad at each other. And, you know. Yeah. Exactly. I agree because, yeah. The fact that Asa and Big D felt the need to protect Brittany from Tiffany. Which they did. Yeah, because she didn't get to talk Brittany to her. Was great at, and which Brittany was grateful to have. This was not them overstepping. She was clearly on board. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. That means that there are, are enough split loyalties that the cookout is is in jeopardy. Starting to crumble, yeah. It right. is, yes. And and I yeah, I'm not sure Xavier will be able to hold it together. And at the beginning of this episode, while she's standing there in the light beige sandals under the pantsuit, she reveals that we are going to have a huge new plot twist. And day th- and it is day 37, and we have the recap. And, of course, Brittany saves herself, and Derek X does indeed put up Christian. And he says that it's no secret you are a huge competitive threat to everyone in this house. I'm sorry. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that's how that happens. And then I have the note chat, but I don't have anything next to chat. Was there anything yeah. of interest right before the vote? Well, the only other thing is that Tiffany basically went to Christian and says that the Jokers are not going to be keeping Christian. Um, so then Christian and Alyssa and Tiffany are all now plotting to try to turn these five votes. So... Uh, oh yes, yes. The big thing, the 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 big plot twist for leading into the vote is the idea that we might actually keep Christian and vote out Brittany instead. Right. Well, not Brittany. It was um. Or not Brittany. I'm um, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah Sorry, Beth. Brittany yeah. took herself off. Yeah. The idea that we might actually vote out Sarah Beth because actually there are people who say having Sarah Beth out is better for their game. Tiffany being one of them. So, but. Come on. Even fuzzy, nice, nice old lady knows that you want to get Christian out right now while you've got the shot. You might not get another. And that boy can do backflips. Yeah. And he right. wins a lot of competitions. Didn't he win yep. like five different yes. competitions? Yeah. He's yeah. good at this stuff. Yeah. Okay. You let's are go not to- him and you want to hit and you want to win. You must get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's but- go to the let's go to the votes and the speeches. All right. Um, Go ahead. So Christian and Sarah Beth are up. Uh, I don't remember who went first, but probably Sarah Beth. Um, I'm not sure. Anyway, Sarah Beth says, thanks to friends and family. I'm covered in bruises, but I love this game. I've talked to all your house guests. Um, I'll see whatever, blah, blah, blah. I I hope I can keep playing. I yeah, think. she, 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 she wants to keep playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Christian says, thanks to friends, family, and all, all the others. I'm loyal. I'm competitive. I will stay loyal. Loyal. Please keep me in the game. Uh, Sam, anything else? No, that that's about it. So then we finally have a vote here, which is a bit of a nail biter. And Julie gets to go through and we oh, we can see a two couple of votes for Christian and a couple of votes for Sarah Beth. And it's back and forth and it's all really. And tense. then we got a commercial. I was going to say right. when it was two to two, they she went to a commercial. Well, then, of course she did. Uh, but also during sometime at this in this section, Julie said to somebody, how do you know that I don't have a twist? So, oh, yes. And oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about this because we're kind of in the middle or just about to go up for the vote, I think. It was right after people had said their speeches. And she says this thing, but how do you know I don't have a twist? Like... That was a bit of an off-the-cuff comment from Julie, uh-huh. and I was thinking, like, girl, are you are you allowed to do this? Because that can really fire, that can change the game for some people. That could sway some of those votes. Right, and I was thinking, I don't know if she was authorized to say that. Comments? I definitely noticed it. It was very, very catchy. And I was wondering, yo, what's up with that? It never occurred to me that she wasn't authorized to say it. I just thought it was a dumb thing to say. But it was also a catchy tv kind of thing to say, too. Right. Well, you know, it's the old expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that they were making assumptions. And that's when right. she says, well, how do you know that there's not going to be a twist? Or exactly. whatever. Now, Faye, was that who was she? Ta- who was she saying that to? I think it was to Christian. I think Christian had finished his speech and and said something that I'm not sure that I caught. I thought it was something jury related. Yes. Oh, she it was. did say that. Oh no, that was after Christian. I mean, sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, the short story is there were two votes for Sarah Beth. To be evicted. That was Xavier and Alyssa. And I think that's pretty straightforward. We understand why they're both on Christian's side, right? Absolutely. One thing I always know is all why the is time. Why is Xavier on Christian's side? Weren't they on the same team? I thought they were, too. Yeah, they're all in the same card deck. From the, F, from oh, the original oh, right, four. right, right. And Xavier's staying loyal to that. Yeah. Um... Big Derek always fucks up his line when he goes to do his vote. Yes, he <laughs> this does. This time it was, I sadly to evote Christian. Yes. <laughs> All he has to say is, I vote to evict so-and-so. Yes. I mean, it's like five words. Right. Bless his heart. Yeah. And anyway, so in the end, uh, Christian gets the boot, which I, was, I, I wasn't too sure. You know, after the big edit we saw, I wasn't sure if Christian was going or not. Well, here's a little interesting statistic. Uh, Christian is now the fifth white person to be voted off in a row. Mm -hmm. No people of color have been evicted. Well, that's because they're all in the same alliance, and it's not yeah. small enough yet. Well, I and guess the I'm saying the overarching goal is to get a person of color to win the show for yeah. one. And 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 the more 
traditionally uh, comp beast or or what you would perceive based on on their body composition or whatever are the ones that are gone. Yeah, the white males who uh, Frenchie was started working to get out. Travis, Brent, and Christian are now the those big big white yeah, guys. The bros. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was going to say, it, also, it really helps with CBS's um, theory that they're going to make this the most, uh, what was the word? Uh, uh, inclusive. Inclusive, inclusive show ever. And then these people are are doing a great job. I mean, they're living up to what CBS was kind of predicting this season was going to have. So I thought, I thought, that, I think it's good. Yeah. I'm not, so I'm, not we, I'm not upset about losing all these white people. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I agree. So we go to the inv- the interview with Julie. Uh, there was a big kiss when he got the boot. There was the big kiss. Ki- Christian kisses Alyssa, and everyone is uh, several people are surprised. Uh, that's the first time they've seen two people kiss or something. They all cheer and clap and woo woo woo. Like Ooh. what? Well, I think Christian was trying to um, let. Alyssa know that he was serious. Okay. Uh, I, do you have notes on the interview, Sam? None at all. Oh, it was well. it was very brief. The, was, we have to watch yeah. the rest of like, it later. Like two seconds, I thought. Yeah. She had to talk about the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. He didn't come to for the money. He came to for the experience to play, and he intends to see Alyssa after the show. But she calls him her girly man. Yes. Oh, I didn't and he know said that. that two or three times. At the end, yes. He repeated it at least once. Yeah, he did. Hmm. He is a little bit of a okay. girly man, I think, too. So Christian is not in the jury, right? He is correct. Correct. And that was one He's... of the things that Julie announced after he was gone was that all of the current people are now at least are guaranteed a jury spot. Yeah, more big cheering. Well, I think it's great that um, Christian was taken out one so so early in the game because usually yes. these buggers hang on and hang on and hang on, and I'm so very proud of Derek, little Derek X, to get him out. I thought that was a just a the best move. It was a good move, and you heard Christian say too that if he had been smart, he would have taken Derek X out the week before. Right. Yeah. All right. So. That's the that's basically the end of that episode. We do learn, however, about the Big Brothers High Rollers room, um, and I won't talk about it now. We'll talk about it in the next episode. We're going to move on to the Sunday. But what, episode. what was what was Julie's parting words of wisdom? Oh, I haven't got a clue. I delete her all the time. I I can tell you. I listened to it Peace, this time too. Love and justice. Peace, and love, and justice. And that was how she emphasized it. Yeah, why do you think she's saying that? I don't know. Hmm. I thought the emphasis on justice was intriguing, but I couldn't explain it. Well, it's got to be about her husband. Yeah, I was going to say, does he have an upcoming court date? I, I don't know, but I wondered the same thing. I'm like, yeah. maybe he's got a, a one, of, one of the sexual harassment things coming up. So know. shall we move on to yesterday's episode? To Sunday. Sunday. Parts of it that I saw. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we are starting, we, we, we come right in on the, uh, next competition, which is called name that croon, you know, cause we have the whole copyright issue there. 
and and it's a it, the the set is set up as a jazz hall, and the issue is that somebody sings a short song which describes one of the competitions that we've already seen. And the players go up in pairs and your job as a competitor is to pick whether that that song is describing a wild card competition, a veto competition or an HOH competition. And you must pick from those three and the first one to pick the correct answer wins. But if you buzz in first and your answer is wrong, you are permanently eliminated from the game also. So, you know, there's a downside to just buzzing in and guessing. So uh the winner of each heat gets to pick the next pair and we hear kai does not want to win this because uh sarah beth is the next target and he does not want to be the next target of the cookout and he doesn't want to be the one that puts her up on the block because he and she are tight right and it sounds like that means he and she are tight outside of the uh thing that tiffany talked about you know Oh, the, the 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 pairs. The pairs. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. The See, pairs. Tiffany, Tiffany talked about the conscious pairing. Let's let's refer to it that way. And I think that more than the conscious pairing, she did that because Kai was already tight with Sarah Beth. And right. I think that this that little clip there was to support that. In any case, Brittany and Clara went first, and um, Claire, Claire who's on the block, is eliminated. On. Oh yeah, she picks she she goes first but picks wrong, so she was eliminated. And Brittany puts up Sarah Beth and Kai as the two because she says she knows they're a pair. And what do you have to do? You have to break up couples. So she does that. And I liked when she did that. Me too. I really like that. Me too. We have a lot of people playing smart games, and I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think this is, so far, this is my favorite season of all of the ones I've watched with mm-hmm. y'all. I think Tiffany is one of the smartest players I think we may have ever seen, because she is, like, on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's 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 real close to slipping up, though. Yeah. Well, yes, because in the last episode where she started getting her own... Uh, alliance kind of shooken up. That, right. that I thought she's going to lose it here eventually, but she's maybe she's she'll got pull lots it. going on. But yes, but maybe she'll pull it back together. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Okay. Um. So Brittany um, puts them up, and Kai wins, and so he puts Brit and Aza up, and then Aza wins and puts up Kai and Alyssa. Kai wins and puts up Oz in Big D. Oz wins. And Oz wants Kai and he didn't want to win anyhow. Oh, uh, oh, oh, this is that big thing where it's uh, um Oz Aza is getting pissed at being picked all the time by Kyland, although it's only twice, I think. I think it so. It is only yeah. twice, yeah. And, and then it's Tiffany and Hannah, and Tiffany wins, and she picks Oz and Ah, that's it. Here's what here's what my notes are about. So Tiffany says that Oz and Kai have to go up against each other. And Ozza point blank had been telling Kai ahead of time that she wanted to win this. She hasn't won an eight, she hasn't won anything yet, basically. And this would really mean a lot to her if she if he'd let her have it. And the way they edited it, I got the impression that. Although he didn't verbally agree, he seemed to be sort of positive to the experience. 
I got an overall general affirmative impression rather than neutral or negative. Yeah, I agree. could just be me. No, I, nope. I think I would agree. Okay. Because I think the more important one is the next one. Right. Because what happens is that Aza and Kai are there and Kai takes it. And of course, then we have to have Aza getting pissed because she asked him point blank, throw it for me so that I could have it. And he didn't. But then it's. Um, well, to- yeah, let's uh, just can we talk about that? Please yeah. do. Uh, uh, Archer. Well, I was concerned because like what what was uh, Oz's reasoning to to have Kai throw it to her in the first place? Like what what did she deserve? Did they did she make a deal or something? Because when he, when she said that and she got all mad about it, like because she said, well, like, we talked about it ahead of time and he said he was going to throw it to me. And then she was so mad when he didn't. Be- because at, by the time they got to this point, it was well and clear that it was going to be a cookout person on the cookout who was going to win. So Aja wanted it to be her because for the reasons she hasn't done it yet. Even though Tiffany was still sitting on the couch waiting for the next round. But she's also in the cookout. Yeah. Yeah. So all three of them who were left. Okay. All right. I see it now. Hand it over. Yeah. Basically, she just asked for it. I don't think she traded anything. I don't think she offered anything. I think, aside from safety, which, you know, they're in the alliance anyway, I I think she just asked. Right. So because they were in the alliance and one of them was going to win, she just wanted it to be her. Mm -hmm. Right. Gotcha. But then also, Kylan was so fast on his answers. Like, I don't know how he figured those out so quickly. And he he had to hum and haw and hum and haw in this next. Well, I'll let Sam. I was going to say the next one. As I said, is much more important to the to the important one. Oh yeah, yeah. So then we have Tiffany and Kai, and we have a commercial right before that last round because this is the last round that decides which of those two cookout members is going to win. And it looks like Kai is perfectly happy to throw it to Tiff. And he keeps waiting and waiting, and he's pretending to think right. and pretending to think and pretending to think. Yeah, he actually tries hard to throw it to her. Yeah. But she doesn't know the answer either. Mm-mm. He could have thrown it by giving the wrong answer, though. Because there, True. you know, it was the 10 didn't, minute. Didn't she, the, did she gave an answer and it was wrong and he won by default? Isn't that how that happened? Yes. yes. That's yes. correct. Yes. But if, if he had chosen the wrong answer instead of trying to stand there as long as he possibly could, then he would have guaranteed her getting it. He definitely was not a team player this time around. If he had been really into the team thing, he would have thrown it to Alyssa because cookout, cookout. And he would have had the sense to realize, ooh, if I know the answer, pick a wrong answer. Which he didn't do, but yeah. 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 yeah, in the in the end, Kylan takes it because Tiffany gives the wrong answer. She's eliminated by incorrect answer, and Kylan is the HOH. Yeah, but uh, then she got a little upset with him because of that. But I was thinking, why is she getting upset? He gave her all the time in the world exactly to, yes. get, to get the answer right, and she just chose the wrong answer. Yeah. So now the other thing is Xavier threw this competition again. He's throwing competitions all the time. Yes. Can we talk about that? Why Why is he doing this? Well, I think he said early on that he didn't want to um, be one who was winning all, winning a lot of competitions. 
But I think he needs to realize that we're about halfway through, almost halfway through, and he's going to have to start winning some competitions. You know, right. He can't, he can't throw them all. But I don't, yeah, I don't know that he can't. realizes that yet. Well, well maybe I think he think. well, let's face it. Now he's the buffest person in the house, isn't he? Yep. Yes, he is. That's true. Because I think he's a little more buff than Kai. And he's oh, yeah. taller, which means he's got reach. Now, that may not be good for all of the competitions, but yeah. Okay, let's move on. We have Aja and Kylan with this very awkward conversation after now. Kylan is the HOH. Aja's coming there, and she's <laughs> she's got the she's got the Aja pissed off face on. Mm-hmm. Even though didn't and, someone tell her early on a couple weeks ago to be more social and, and try to be that was Big D. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. totally puts on that face. <laughs> So, and then Kylan pulled out this, you know, the the manager's handbook to resolving conflict or something. <laughs> oh, good heavens, yes. And she's using words <coughs> too. And it's just so de-escalation. You know, I want him to hear what yeah. I have to say. I don't think he heard me. You know, I just... Yeah, right. Well, then because it got real serious and she was saying to him, well, oh, he, I guess he suggested when, when he was doing that thing about let's restart and everything. And she's like, well, I want you to hear what I want to say. You know? Right. Anyway, it was a very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. And can we talk a bit about the way that Kylan is playing this HOH? Like he's, he's kind of playing dumb. What should I do? But is he really that dumb? Like he's going to people, I just don't know what to do. It's such a difficult decision and I don't buy it. I think he knows exactly what he's doing, but it's just his way of managing people's expectations. Do we like what he's doing? Well, it's, I think it's getting I think it's getting more difficult to to decide on who you're going to put up because you're you're at the point where you're you're having to eat your own, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I thought he was trying to get advice on, you know, how can I do this pissing off the fewest people? Yeah. Right. Okay, well, we're going to move along because we're getting running out of time here. Yes, we yeah. are, and we got to talk about this whole crazy high roller thing. So he, our HOH manages to convince Big Derek to be the pawn, and Big Derek is like, oh, I don't want to do it, but I will, and he does. So good luck, Big Derek. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Claire and Big Derek are nominated. So now we go to the big roller room. So yes. Sam, you want all to tell right. Us how so this works. Well, we had heard that America—that's all of us—for the next three weeks can have a weekly vote, and we vote for the player that ought to get the most uh, Big Brother bucks, BB bucks. And then they get to spend those BB bucks. And the top three players each week get 100 BB bucks. And the next three players get 75 BB bucks. And then everybody else gets 50 BB bucks. And you can play in the BB uh, high roller room for various things. And they open it up. And we find out that they have several things that you can do. 
For $50, you can play the Veto Derby. And what that means is that you play a game of sort of nominally skill slash chance and you earn the right to bet on a fellow player. And if that player does in fact win the veto, you win an extra veto. So that's a good one. And then for 125 Big Brother bucks, now notice you can only win 100 a week, so you have to save up for this one. You can have the chopping block roulette, which means that if you have that power, uh, you can remove a nominee from the block and then the roulette is the random spin to find out who goes up on the block instead. I think that's an interesting one. I do too. Mm-hmm. To have a random nominee, that's, yes. Then you can't blame anybody. <laughs> yeah. <All right. clears throat> and then the big prize, 250 BB bucks, is the coin of destiny, where you take a, you, you have the chance to become HOH on a coin flip. Basically, it sounds like you win the right to flip a coin, and if the coin flip goes in your favor, you become HOA. But does that? I, I was thinking about it. Does that mean you get to take you taking it away from the person who currently is? Yes, H- I okay. think so. All that right. was my understanding. Okay. And so then we started on who all was doing. Ah, here we go. And so then we started with who all was going into the room, and. Well, why don't we let's do this? Let's just say who the biggest winners were. Who were the most popular people who got okay, the hundred dollars? Okay, well, I only know one of those. You're gonna have to take it okay. up from here because that's when I totally like. Yeah, that's when we started recording and I lost out. Okay, so Brittany won a hundred dollars, so she felt very good that America thought she was awesome. Um, little Derek got a hundred dollars, and Big Derek got a hundred dollars. Um, the people who got th- second place were with the $75 were Hannah and Xavier and Tiffany. Oh yes. Correct. Yes. Tiffany. So I won't go through what everybody did, but about five people played, I think. So Sarah Beth played for $50. Kylan. Um, Kylan played. Tiff played. Tiffany played and Derek Big Derek played and Claire played. And Sarah Beth played. And right, Sarah Beth played. But it was five. It was Claire, Derek F., Kylan, Sarah Beth, and Tiffany. Oh, and Kylan. Right. You said Kylan already, though. Oh, I did. Sorry. (laughs) And in the end, it was Kylan who came away with the most points. So now it seems to me like there's still these, there were four people who came out on top, I guess. Um, so those four people are ranked by by how many points they had. So it sounds like these four people will have a chance to bet on the HO on, on the veto comp. This, oh, right. Who's going to win it? And but they have to bet in that order, and you can't. You can only bet on one person. Ah. Now Tiffany so is counted out because first. she lost all her points. She's not part of this. Sorry, you told you both talked over each other. So Archer, say that again. I said Tiffany is out of this because she lost all of her points. All of three of her cups ended up on the ground, so she ended up not being oh, part of this at all. She's she, like out. Okay. And Sam, what did you say? So that means that Kai would have first pick of who he gets to bet on. 
Correct. And then whoever came in second, they can ah, pick anyone okay. except the one that Kylan picked. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And, and that, that will was, be on. I'm sorry. That will be on the next episode, right? We'll find out who he. Bets yeah. On. So okay. all all mm-hmm. the episodes are kind of bunged up. They're not holding to the, you know, regular routine. Wednesday night is yeah. uh, nominations. Thursdays is evictions and stuff like that, which is uh, fine by me. I like the variety of the. This right. Okay, so that's the end. Those are the end of my notes. Um, yeah, they and did. I, te- they've been teasing that a. A, a special guest is returning to the house or something like that. Um, or familiar face returns or whatever. Is that that uh, the robot? Or is it no, it's, it's probably too early for Zingbox. I was Zingbox. about to say, it's still too early they, in the season for that. Yeah, they usually get down a lot more people before they bring him in. Do you, so, think, it's, you think it's a previous winner? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I think this is now we would normally do spoilers. Spoilers. So I'm going to take my leave because... Oh, you don't want to hear the spoilers? No, I don't. I much prefer to let it all unfold naturally. All right, well... Big Brother is so natural and... and, uh, Well, tell... completely spontaneous in every way. Exactly. tell Tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, thank you, yes. Uh, look for me, the Pink Wheelnuts podcast, www.pinkwheelnuts.com. I have nothing in the pipe, so I'll have to go do something. Well, there you go. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Go ahead, Archer. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I know. The first thing is that um, we were just talking about the high rollers room. Kylan placed his bet on Alyssa to win the power of veto. And she did. Mm-hmm. Giving, giving him a second power of veto for the week. So that's the first part. This next part is... Let me scroll down here. Um, okay, so nominated... The people who are nominated are Brittany and Derek F. Um, right. And Brittany was pissed that she's nominated for the third time this season. Well, she's the replacement nominee. Right, because um, um, Alyssa took Claire off the block, right? Right. Right. I'm sorry, I messed up. I didn't say that part. So and what does Kylan do? He put Brittany up. Wait, Alyssa well, Alyssa, won- Alyssa won power of veto, right. and she took Claire off the block. Right. So, so that meant that Kylan had to replace Claire with a backdoor nominee or a second right, nominee. Right, but then he has that second power of veto. Well, he has to nominate Brittany first, I think, before he can use that, obviously. Oh, so he hasn't used that yet. Right, and w- why would he? Because he's the head of household. Right, right. So right. does he have the choice to hold it? He has, to, he has the choice to hold on to it and use it some other time, I assume. Oh, I don't know about that. That's a good question. Well, that I, matters. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that either. So. Oh. Okay. So. Well, watch that. well, that's all I know. Stay tuned. We'll find out more later. Yes, we will. Okay. Well, uh, Sam, you want to tell everybody where they can find you? They can find me at Sam and the H on Twitter. 
And Archer? They can find me at archer.com. A-R-C-H-E-R-R.com. I thought you were going to say Archer in the H. <laughs> and, of course, I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> and, of course, you can find me um, um, right over here next Monday night when, hopefully, Adam will be back. So, until next Monday. From outside, outside the Big Brother house, I'm Big Fatty Moonves. <laughs> Let's listen to Archer and Sam giggle at me. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you for calling. Bye, Bonds. Bye-bye now. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.